Okay, this is my first time recording <laughs> in a studio. In a studio. <gasps> no. Yeah. I did so many podcast episodes, but all of them were during the pandemic. Oh and it was gosh. me at home on my laptop. So this is really cool. Oh my gosh, mm. I'm so honored. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm super excited. And by the way, guys, this is... um. I am so grateful because this is actually Pia's third time mm-hmm. on Paano Ba to? Before it was just YouTube. The next was a uh, virtual yeah. pandemic. And this is the first time in a studio. But she not once asked, what's our topic? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are the talk points? You I didn't just, at all. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I mean, you're always fun to talk to. So I know it's going to be oh, really easy. Thank fun. you. You're always a great guest. So, Topic reveal. Oh, what? topic reveal. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Supers. This is Paano Ba to the Podcast, created and hosted by me, Bianca Gonzalez, produced under Animal Podcasts. Today on the pod, as you saw, my very, very special guest in this episode is the one and only Pia Wurzbach. Uh, when I think about it, Pia was actually one of the first ever guests when I started Paano Bato on YouTube. And at that time, super suntok sabuan um, for me to ask her to guest. And then eventually, she guested again online. And this time, I am so happy to have her with me in a studio to talk lengthily about everything from women empowerment, believing in yourself, mental health, going for your dreams, and so much more. This is a long episode, but I encourage you, you can pause it, you know, if you have something to do, but continue it later on. Um, you will love this conversation, just as we love Pia. So, Pia words back, back on Paano Bato. Let's get right to it. I really, especially with now being an author and after everything you've been through, the topic that I really wanted to talk to you about is how to own and tell your story. Okay. Yeah. Because that's something that a lot of us struggle, especially in this time na mm-hmm. so many people are into content creation of different forms or even like applying for a job now, they look at your background, mm-hmm. your story, yeah. your socials, diba? Yeah. So, I guess the bigger idea of um, yeah, owning your story mm-hmm. and telling it. Okay. Okay. So, as 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 far back um, from the first time I interviewed you to even other interviews I've watched, you've always been very open with your journey, with your struggles, but at the same time you knew what to keep more private. So, parang open but still with boundaries. And one of the stories you shared during the first time you were here on Paano Ba to, you can look that up on YouTube. Paano Ba to, Pia Words Back, and what's going to come out is How to Not Give Up. Mm-hmm. And then you were telling, you were sharing the story of the time na you questioned yourself na parang, sale pa ako ng sale ng mga pageants, wala na akong pambayad ng rent, or mm-hmm. I don't know where to get um, the next paycheck, kumbaga. And when you're going through something like that, a challenging time, a tough time. It's hard to own your story, di ba? Mm-hmm. Kasi parang ang hirap. So, ang dami kong sinabi, but the question that I wanted to ask is, when did you begin to own your story? Oh, um, I think it's a process. Um, it sounds 
by the way you put it, from first episode pa lang, it sounded like I own my story na, talking about the struggles of joining again and again. But like what you mentioned, there are parts where I'm okay to share and there are parts that I'm not quite ready to talk about yet. So I think it is a process of like kind of uh, being comfortable, gaining more confidence, and being okay with sharing more vulnerable moments and vulnerable sides of me. So I think... It is still a process. Uh, I one that comes to mind right now is when I started really opening about opening up about my mental health struggles. I kept that uh, for a secret, like uh, for a really long time, and I I felt like when I was offered to do a TEDx for PNG Singapore, I felt like that was an opportunity for me to really. Um, write my own narrative on how it went. I right. didn't want other people to say the story for me mm-hmm. or to be like, to write an article about parang what they witnessed or anything. I wanted to be the first one to say, nahirapan ako. Kala nyo lang madali, pero nahirapan ako. And this is what it's really like behind closed doors. And I tried to stay strong for many years. And it was such a parang a relief to be able to come to that point. I didn't think that I knew. I mean, from when I was Miss Universe, the year I was training, I knew that one day maybe I will talk about it. Ang idea ko panganon, maybe I'll write a book about it, you know. And then the TEDx offer came about and then I was like, I think eto na yon. I can share this. It feels right. I feel like I'm in the a point of my life where I feel strong enough and informed enough about mental health to share my experience, but also to share nuggets of wisdom and um, uh, like information about it. So it's not just me parang, like ranting about what happened to me, but also coming from a place of um, healing and being strong enough that, okay, Here's what I went through, but also, if you're still going through what I went through, here's what you can do about it. So, it felt really good to share it at that time. Para kong nabunutan ng tinik talaga na parang ay salamat, parang bahala na kung magust maniwala yung mga tao o hindi. Pero yun naman yung totoo. So ayun. Telling your story in your own terms is parang buti na lang it's like that now. Of course, you remember the time na, let's say, maybe 15 years ago, um, 12 years ago, na parang um, we'd have to wait to guest on the bus yeah. to be able to <laughs> share our story. And yeah. even then, it's framed mm. in their way, mm-hmm. not in our way. So yeah. now it's actually, like, I feel like the artists now are so lucky that you know, they don't have to do that. They don't have to grant a TV Patrol exclusive. They can mm-hmm. literally craft their own statement and then release it like on Instagram and everyone mm-hmm. just, just picks it up. Yeah. Swerte. That's so. the good thing about social media. Everybody has a platform now to, you know, share their experiences. Yeah. And Rewinding to after 2015, when you had just won Miss Universe, and of course you had to grant probably hundreds of interviews and you had to 
I guess, share more of your story. So at that time, safe to say that that's the most media attention you've gotten thus far in your life back then. How did it feel to have to yun nga, put into words the journey that was a mix of highs and, and lows? How was it at that time? So I remember having to do one really quick, ano lang, um, like a, a media, like a, parang media, press con? You know, a, parang a, guy, a, a mentor, like a, parang a guide, a coach, mm-hmm. a media coach. Kasi it's a, I mean, it's, it's very unconventional way of winning, right? And so... Oh, they gave you a media coach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I had to be prepared. I mean, I suppose they didn't know about, like, my skills, if I could answer questions or not. So just to make sure that I was equipped with the right things to say, they mm-hmm. gave me one session where they're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be asked the same questions uh, multiple times a day. So it's okay to just repeat your answers. Um, this is what we want to say about the mistake, the announcement. And um, lang. And they were checking about, like, kasi baka mamaya... May sabihin na kung mali eh, na parang no ayoko ganon magumanong ganon ako so uh, yeah but I remember I was um I was very much ready and excited to be Miss Universe I felt like right after the crowning I went straight into a press con with barely enough time to kind of absorb yeah what was going on and I was asked questions already as if it was my third month na and I just remember being like, I was parang switch mode na right away na, okay, this is uh, this is my job now and I gotta, gotta be ready for this. So, kinaya ko naman. The, the, when I'm at work and I'm in front of the camera, I can always get the job done. Like, I'm always, I'm there, I'm on time, I'm not, I'm, I'm never absent and I, and I finish whatever is needed. It's the the struggle is when I'm at home. Mm. <laughs> it's when I'm alone in my room and I'm not necessarily in front of every anybody. It's the inner dialogue that's the media interviews I can handle, but the the inner dialogue is harder to um to to face. Yeah, and you talk about that lengthily. In your TEDx mm. talk, which again, by the way, it's a brilliant uh, TEDx you. talk. And um, you shared earlier that when that offer came to speak on stage, on the TED stage, dun mo na realize na parang, parang now is the time to mm. share uh, this story. That's one part of the hurdle, but the next part of that hurdle is what do you put in the 15 minutes? Like, yeah. what was that process like of picking and choosing? What's going into this talk? So I remember going through, it felt like a therapy session without a therapist. I can imagine. Because you have to now go back Mm. and kind of open the Pandora's box again and kind of unravel previous feelings that were buried a long time. And kailangan kong ibalik yung sarili ko in that moment and that time so I can talk about it as honestly as I can. So it was really hard. I had a Jeremy was a witness to 
how many times I've had breakdowns because of I've I've had to go rehash things and um as and as I'm writing my speech I'm you know you write it and then you edit it and then you say it out loud and you say I say it in front of him and then and then I have to do that a few times so I'm like going back over and over it was wasn't easy I remember it um hindi naman sa pagiinarte pero it brought me to tears a few times and some moments I've had to have a drink or two <laughs> just to be able mm. to go like paano ka ba tapos tong script na to ganyan mm. um but it was uh it wasn't easy it wasn't easy to go back and I had to and then and then of course so you know you write it and you have a first draft and then you think okay now I have to look at it through the perspective of somebody else a stranger how are they going to process this does this sound like i'm ranting does this sound like i'm preachy does this sound like i'm um parang nag complaining ganyan so i have to look at it through basher's lenses mm. <laughs> also kasi mm-hmm. hahanapan ko rin ng mali yun na parang kung ako galit kay Pia at uh, naghahanap ako ng butas para pabagsakin siya. Anong ma-edit out ko dito sa speech na to para, alam mo yeah. yon yung para, you know how it is yeah. online. Yeah. And then I was like, so I had to go through it over and over. But it wasn't easy. And for my next TEDx actually, I said, okay, I'm gonna not talk about my, my a personal experience so much. I wanna, you know, change it a little bit. And now, the the topic is more of your digital present the importance of having a digital presence nowadays to grow your personal brand whether it's your celebrity or you have a small business that so the importance of social media and how to um make use of that for your 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 personal growth so, so different it's from so the different first one. yeah <laughs> i'm good i don't want to cry <laughs> this time so uh yeah yeah because when i did watch the tedx of course this is online there were parts that inisip ko is her voice cracking like mm. is mm. she going to cry but at that point of course you've played this talk in your head yeah many many many, time. many times mm. but recording that and what we were talking about earlier it was in a studio green screen no yeah. audience that that also was another hurdle mm-hmm. i'm thinking because iba yung you write it iba yung you say it mm-hmm. and the way you deliver it of course you wanted to deliver it in the most genuine way yeah. and in 15 minutes yeah so i could have you know gone longer <laughs> it's so hard to fit everything in yeah. in that short you know span of time yeah parang how do you how do you make it parang impactful but short and it w- maybe the other info can be for a mm-hmm. future i don't know a book maybe yeah or something. the possibilities are endless yeah do you remember the most impactful comment or feedback you oh. got from that TEDx talk. I still, uh, so it's still pinned on my profile yeah. on my Instagram now. And every now and then I'll still get people writing a comment there. Um, so I see it. And the best comments for me are the ones where they will take the time to write their long comment talking about how it made them feel better. <laughs> um, that they relate to 
what I went through and then that it's giving them the confidence to seek help. Mm. To me, that's the that's the goal. The, yeah. the job is done once I have convinced somebody to not go through it alone. Yeah. Pagka na kuha ko na yung comment na yon, ibig sabihin na achieve ko yung goal. It's the same for my HIV AIDS advocacy. Yeah. When somebody comes up to me to whisper in my ear na I'm living with HIV. I got tested and treated because I saw your posts. Yeah. To me that is the best compliment. Yeah. That means I'm doing my job right. Right. It's not so much about like how many likes or comments. It's kahit konti lang yan pero kung na-improve ko yung life mo by sharing mine that's the best. Yeah, yeah. And using your voice has always been something that is important to you. Like in several yeah. interviews, you really mm -hmm. emphasize that. That that's the purpose that you have the platform. It's for mm -hmm. you to to use your voice. Yeah. Sayang kasi. Yeah, kasi sayang. As in, sayang yung platform. Sayang yung followers. Sayang lahat. Kung I mean. Maganda naman na nagahanap buhay tayo, di ba? Like we're all influencers at this point. We're all and we're all using our social media mm -hmm. to do these brand posts and yung magpaandar minsan. <laughs> That's all cool. That's good. But then I feel like all of us, especially if you have a substantial amount of following, you need to insert a little heart in there once in a while or a lot sayang. or a lot do. or, or yeah. a lot sayang yeah. sayang talaga so your storytelling has taken a completely different format now with your novel woohoo <laughs> best selling author Pia Wurzbach oh my gosh. with Queen of guys. the Universe this is my my personal copy with all oh my, my gosh it's all folded why um, your pages are like I so know. it has folds guys. so these folds are where i there's not a lot <laughs> the, <laughs> okay, it's a start part yeah. uh, um kasi, are those uh, highlights yeah so i highlight some parts that i think i because the thing with me is um i need to read things over and over again to be able to memorize it <laughs> so i highlight some parts that i think are very crucial so i don't um forget it if i'm asked in an interview or if I have to, in the future, if I have to think about a book too, which is mm -hmm. like way down the <laughs> line, but then just, you know, and the folds are the little punctuation mistakes I found. Oh, there's yeah. always like yeah. that. And you're like, oh, I can't believe so, I missed this. Yeah, so yeah. I fold it and I do a highlight for para sa reprint, mm. ma correct na sila. I mean, there's no major mistake. Yeah. It's all just little perfectionist language. Like as you're reading, oop. Yeah. I, there should be a comma there, yeah. right here. Yes. So I'm like marking that. And yeah, yeah. super late. Congratulations, <laughs> Thank you. of course. And I know that you've mentioned that Cleo's life is loosely based on your yeah. life, of course. So you pick parts of your um, journey that you wanted to be in her story, but at the same time, fiction comes in mm. um, to make the story as grand as it can be. But Feeling ko, even if it's fiction, the perspectives, yeah. the life lessons, and the values shared in the story are perspective, perspectives, life lessons, and values that you believe in yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. And that I've witnessed with other people, not just 
myself but you know um na witness ko sa ibang girls kanyan so um the the fun thing about pattern siya sa akin sa umpisa mm-hmm. kasi it sounds like me eh, pero as you read it's actually not pia pala ganyan um is that parang meron ng kung baga sa puno may trunk na I just have to figure out how where the branches will be. Like, parang ako na bahala kung saang direction siya pupunta. And, and there's room to just make it as dramatic as, as you want or to add little um, friction here and there or do I want to add a rival? Do I, do they break up? No, 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 boyfriend yet. Do they not break up? Like, does she win? Does she not win? Like, this is fun. This is the the fun part. So, when I was Miss Universe, I had a list of the things that I wanted to do after. Okay. So, may iba dun business, ganyan, and kind of businesses that I wanted to do, and book. Under book, may Iba pa kong mga ideas din. So, iba-ibang mga genre. Mm-hmm. I pitched sa ABS-CBN Books three ideas. So, I'm claiming na akin pa rin. Gagawin ko pa rin yung dalawa. Oh, wow. <laughs> A trilogy. Um, but no, the the first one is a lookbook. So, mm-hmm. totally different. different. Yeah, More yeah, yeah. of a, like a guide. So, a triptych-ish book. Tatlong yeah. Tatlong iba-ibang facets of Pia. Okay, so... Lookbook. A lookbook. Second is a self-help book. Okay. Like, on yes. how to build confidence. And then the third is this. Yeah. So, pinakita ko sa kanila, sabi ko, um, you guys are the experts based on your um, experience and your knowledge. Which one will do best? And they're like, it's this one. Mm. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to follow your direct your your guidance. So, we'll do that. Yeah. And then, soon after... 2019 pa to, um, we got to work. I started, it was easy to conceptualize the story because I had this in my mind already for a long time. And then we were ready. A lot of the writing and the ideas came from the shower. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also... Um, a cafe in BGC yeah. where I like to have a Moscow mule mm-hmm. and then I'm like thinking about what will happen to Cleo and so my first draft na kami and we were ready to launch with a different title altogether. Oh, this is not the original title? No. Okay. No. I'll tell you the okay. I, uh, <laughs> Bianca G exclusive. Oh, wow. ba to exclusive. What was the, the first title? Goody Two Shoes. Wow, that's so different. It's so different. It lands totally like different directions. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very different. Okay. And I suppose you could say that was our working title, but you know, in our contracts and everything, it was called that. Okay. So um and a completely different look, mm-hmm. everything. And the storyline was the same, right? But not as um jam-packed as it is now. Right. So ready na, but so totoo lang at that time I was like, or may gaganda pa to eh. Yeah. Parang minamadali natin, pero sige na nga, parang kasi I'm following a timeline. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic happened, and mm-hmm. so we couldn't push forward with our plans and then I was like okay and then they asked me halfway through the pandemic are you ready to launch this yeah. and I was like I want to wait until 
lockdown is over, the pandemic's over because mm. it won't feel right to promote it over Zoom or mm. these streaming channels. I said I want to be able to do in-person um, promotions book signings, for yeah, yeah, book signings, uh, read a few chapters um, mm. to my followers and um, and see people's reaction. Like I want to be able to do the meet and greet and see my followers, my supporters in person. I don't, I I like that experience. Yeah. I really enjoy it. So sabi ko, wag muna. Yeah. And then blessing in disguise yun kasi habang naghihintay kami, that's when Total Publishing came in. Mm-hmm. So, we had the idea, gawin na nating international to. So, i-pitch natin sa mga international publishers. And then sila ang na hanap namin at kumagat mm-hmm. at um, they loved the idea so we went back to the drawing board they so now I had they're not Filipino by mm-hmm. the way they're based in Singapore okay. um, and Australia with offices in I think Japan as well okay. so it's here at the back naman so I had a few meetings with them and they're all foreigners no Pinoy and so I was like okay this is a great chance for me to have somebody a foreigner read it right. and then give me some feedback na ibang perspective mm-hmm. naman. So sabi nila, let's make it, let's set the background really in the Philippines and like um, make that one of the highlights because Shepri, mm-hmm. when I was writing, I was so focused on Cleo's story na hindi ko naman naiisip na I gotta think about the setting of Metro Manila mm. and what is it? What does a pageant setting look like? Yeah. Ano ba yung feeling ng nasa isang studio na may mga camera? How do auditions happen? How yeah. do screenings happen? Kasi inexpect ko na yung magbabasa nito, alam na nila yun, inafollow na naman nila yung mga pageant. But then, it was nice to get that feedback. Right. So, it was all a blessing in disguise. And so, um, and also, of course, they are an international publisher. And then knowing that I'm going, I'm the author of it, and I'm going to be really hands-on in promoting it. We changed the title. Mm-hmm. At first, I was a bit concerned because there is a a show called Queen of the Universe. Okay. Um, pero sa books naman Ibang iba. Uh oh. So hindi siya. So we're safe. Yeah. And then I was like. We're going back and forth a lot about like the title, the book cover, the illustration. Um, uh, at first, they wanted the Pia Blue, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to move on from blue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like it should be pink and it should be this tricolor um, aesthetic. So mm-hmm. then I was thinking, you know, kids nowadays, they want to be able to put it uh, with their stuff in washang. Aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. paren ganyan, and and I don't want it to look like a kid children's book. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was, um, and the storyline got better. Yeah. Uh, oh, another Bianca G exclusive. Wow, wow. The first, the first chapter of the first draft, which okay. we changed and took out, by the way, started with Cleo as a little girl in oh. a school play. Tapos, ang partner niya sa school play na yon, Jeremy yung pangalan. Hindi ko pa na may meet si Jeremy nito. What? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Wait, you met Jeremy in 20... Not kasi natapos na yung book by earlier 2019. ng 2019 yeah, yeah. eh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why did the name Jeremy come to you then? I, I mean, 
ano random. Na, but it's not a he's not a recurring character right, na babalik right. ulit doon as a grown up. Ano lang just, <laughs> Yeah, it was just uh, to set the relationship with, between her and her dad because yeah. she's expecting the dad to come to the play to watch her mm-hmm. but he ends up not going and so yung partner niya sa play na yun was oh a little boy God. named Jeremy. So, I mean, and then it didn't make sense na because like gugulo na yung story so we took that part out. But anyway, going back, so we finally have Total publishing with us, and then we agreed on a timeline. We agreed on a title. We agreed on the manuscript. We mm-hmm. agreed on the book cover, the look, everything. Which turned out all of the waiting turned yeah. out to be a blessing in disguise. And then now we're here. I know. So um, yeah, if ever I get a chance to write a uh, book two, because remember 2019, and dami pang mga um, ng changes in the pageant scene, yeah. ba? Like wala na mga restrictions ng age, mm-hmm. ng um, gender, tapos ng height. Um, tapos kasi to wala pa yun eh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> So yeah. um, I'm excited that if ever given the chance to do a part two, we'll apply those changes right. now to relevant to how the pageant scene has changed. Right. These days. Yeah. And once again, I told you this before, but it's so great that, of course, your book is released internationally. But at the same time, you really get into the heart of Pinoy culture, even with the words, with the things the family of Cleo does, the little mga hirits. Um, It's Pinoy na Pinoy. And amazing that, again, foreign readers will get, I guess, to dive into what a normal or a typical Filipino family dynamic uh, is as well. I wanted to, I chose a few chapters in your book that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, Chapter 7, The Fortune of Luck and Hard Work is the title. You've always been a believer of not just hard work and perseverance, but also, you always say this, eh, parang the right time. It's also a matter of timing. And so I was curious do you now, after everything you've been through, believe in some way that we also play a role in creating our own luck? I always used to say that it's when opportunity meets preparation. That's when the magic happens. Mm. So I can't just sit around and expect things to happen for me. I have to work every day, kahit little steps lang, mm. towards a bigger goal. Mm. Um, so, the, I mean, work is put in to make, effort is put in to make things look effortless. Mm. So, naniniwala ko sa luck, yes. Yeah. Like, um, when 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 you think about sorry when you think about how Miss Universe happened and that whole like I thought di ako tapos mm, ako pala mm. ganyan I know on TV it sounds like wow it's magic like Fairy how tale. did that happen yeah. ganun ganun but like but that was so long like there's a part of that moment that a huge part of that moment that people don't see that's just the tip of the iceberg but what took for me to get to that point is not seen on social media it's not recorded on camera mm-hmm. you know i wish i i vlogged back then <laughs> i wish i 
showed more of my moments of you know when I was preparing when I look at the girls now on how they like vlog their preparation mm-hmm. I was like oh I wish I did that. Mm-hmm. I wish I kept a diary. Mm-hmm. I wish I um I mean I would had I had notes but I wish I had like visuals as well. Mm-hmm. Ah. So but yeah, I mean even as past Miss Universe even now we have a role to play in in our success. Yeah. Like we can, we can't expect things to just fall onto our laps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a goal and you have a dream, you, this, the thing is, I used to say this to myself when I was, um, a kid Mm -hmm. is that no, and I, and I realized this, siguro dahil sa mga rejections and the things that happened to me and with my parents breaking up is I used to tell myself, no one will ever give me what I want, but myself, like it's up to me. If I want to make things happen, if I have a dream and a goal, it's really up to me if that's going to happen or not. I can't blame anyone. I can't look left and right and be like, eh, yung mama ko kasi hindi ako ginanda to ganyan. Eh, yung daddy ko kasi hindi ganyan. Eh, yung mga kasabayan ko kasi ganito ganyan. I can't point and blame it on others. Mm-hmm. There's anything I want will have to be my responsibility. So, I gave myself that pep talk at a young age. And I think, uh, I mean, it sounds like parang grabe naman, bata ka pa ginanyan mo na yung sarili mo. But it's a reality that I think, um, it's a reality. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to sugarcoat yeah. things. Nasasayo kasi yun eh. Like, you have a dream that's great, but the harder part is the execution of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I am... Exactly the same and of the same belief. Parang I always say this nga when they invite the talks about whatever, creating anything. It's that the ideas are actually the easy part. Mm-hmm. It's the execution to your point and like sustaining it that oh, is the yeah. more difficult part. I'm glad you mentioned that about the the work put in that people don't see because just recently I was so touched by your husband's post. Mm. He was very proud of you being at Milan and Paris Fashion Week. And I have to admit, I was one of those that I assumed you would invite you were invited because you were PO Words back. Mm-hmm. But he detailed how what it took for you to get there. He said that you took so many meetings, you wanted to to prove yourself, you wanted to make it there, and you put in the work for that to actually happen. When, in fact, what we just see, oh, ganda na outfit ni Pia sa Milan. Mm-hmm. Parang, that was so eye-opening to me na parang, wow, even if you're you, it takes that pa rin. Yeah. Like, in the case of, like, the fashion weeks, um, honestly, in that part of the world, people don't really... Um, the Miss Universe card doesn't work mm. as well. As Asia. As Asia. <laughs> That's that's the honest truth. It might even be a disadvantage. Kasi, syempre mo si stereo, may stereotyping, di ba? Not saying that all of them are like that. Pero hindi mo maiwasan, may ganun. And to people that don't follow pageants, there are still a lot of people out there who think like we, we all have uh, just come from the same mold and then that's there's nothing else to offer. And then... Pageant party, yun ang una nila naisip agad na, uh, I don't think I want to associate my brand with a pageant girl. Alam mo yun? So, it's not easy to break through that 
industry, especially if you come from um, pageants. So like huge respect to the girls who have been able to kind of cross over into different um, careers. Kasi okay, kahit na hindi sa fashion world, kahit naman sa real world, if you come from a pageant, and say you're a lawyer, like law student ka nung sumasali ka pa lang, and then um, sumali ka sa binibini, ganyan, and then now you wanna continue on your career as a lawyer. Made struggles yan na, mm-hmm. na how do you, parang how are people gonna take you seriously when they've seen you there on stage mm-hmm. answering a question, being in a swimsuit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, if if you cross over to other to your own business or mm. to like yung mga ganyang careers or even fashion challenging siya yeah oo kasi parang kailangan mong patunayan na um pageants are not what you think it is mm-hmm. we're not hindi lang kami ganito na maganda lang and also may bubuka bubuga pa kaming iba pa yeah it's a challenge it's yeah. a challenge talaga so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all that hard work paid off. I saw the news about the media values you generated from Fashion Week. I mean, conquering new worlds. Congratulations. I'll skip to that because you're there already. It's actually supposed to be last. But chapter 25 is titled, Oh, You Think You're Done? It's Only the Beginning of a Brand New World. That's actually my favorite title of all the chapters because um, you've talked about this before when I've interviewed you. Na parang, yeah, it's great that you won this or achieved this goal, but what comes after is equally challenging. And this applies to so many people also who listen to Paano Bato, whether they were kunyari, achievers in school or maaga silang naghit ng first million or whatever in their 20s. Parang redefining what they are moving forward is always a challenge because you're referred to as something you did in the, in the past. So, how is that? How do you navigate and continue to navigate what comes after, what comes next? Oh my gosh, it was it was hard at the beginning because there's my identity crisis because pinagdadaanan ng girls after passing on the crown. Eh. Maybe it's not talked about a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't mind sharing that almost every girl will, after they pass on, it's kind of like, what do I do now? Like. Am I gonna do my advocacies? Am I going to be an actress, model, influencer? Magpo politics ba ako? Magbi business ba ako? O magpa family na lang ako? There's so yeah. many directions that you can go to. So, ako, ano, ano natin tinitry ko, di ba? Parang kusan saan ako napunta din after Miss You. But it is hard to, rein, to reinvent yourself. And I think. I kept telling myself, I don't want Miss Universe to be the peak mm-hmm. of my career where parang, well, hindi ko na matap yun or hindi ko na siya mapantayan na yung mga ibang achievements ko hindi na le-level dun sa ganun. Mm-hmm. Sabi ko, oh sige, siguro hindi siya televised. Siguro, it's not as many people seeing it all over the world, but let me just find something that will make me feel as fulfilled as I did when I got that goal. Because mm-hmm. how do you define success, diba? Mm-hmm. Is it by the number of people who saw your win? Is it by how many people, by, by a 
a specific amount of money that you earn? Mm -hmm. Is it um, an award? Is it like, how do you even define that? And I'm not going to lie. I'm very like goal oriented and I kind of like, I need to have like a goal in mind mm -hmm. to be able to have purpose in what I do every day. But as I've gotten older, I've realized now I don't need millions of people to see my small wins here and there. Parang I can I can celebrate those wins also. Mm. And yeah, uh it's hindi siya ma madali. Mm -hmm. Talagang mahirap siya. Ako naman, for example, I I always think about the next thing I want to do. Like mm. ayoko matenga din. Mm. Kasi pagka wala akong ginagawa, doon na Diba sabi nga nila, um, idle hands are the devil's playground. playground. Yeah. Yes. That's really true. Pagka wala kang ginagawa, that's when your mind starts playing tricks on you. That's when you start doubting yourself and thinking like, ay, baka wala na ako, ganyan-ganyan. It's when you're not doing anything. So I just am always constantly thinking of the next thing. Mm -hmm. And um, when it comes to re parang rebranding ganyan the things that i'm doing now are towards that so it's been 8 years na rin naman since miss universe and i feel like i've i've milked that cow <laughs> i've milked that cow already so i am ready to show you know another side of me and explore other mm. creative ways that i can express myself yeah and that's it's fun. Yeah. Actually, mas masaya yung after the crown eh. Really. Kesa yung harder, but mas masaya. Mas masaya kasi may control ka na mm. sa direction ng career yeah. mo. Yeah. And like literally, the world is your oyster. Mm. Like you can do whatever yeah. you want. I mean, okay, I, it sounds like oh, shepherd, <laughs> kasi Miss Universe ka, so you can do whatever you want, but. It applies to yeah. new beginnings, right. right? It applies to breakups. Like when you break up with somebody, what's next? It's a new chapter, so it's also a fresh start. It applies to graduating, so okay, tapos na yon. Now, what's next? So you know, it's it's the same. Parang that part of my life is over, and now it's like on to the new thing, the new chapter, and yeah. Okay, three things. Dami ko gusto sabihin. <laughs> go, go. First is that I super am that resonates with me because I turned 40 this year. Mm -hmm. And I was looking back, sabi ko, when I was like 18, I would look at someone who's 40 and like, that's so old. Yeah. 40. <laughs> parang it's like nearing the end of your life. But now that... Hello, kayo nearing the end. No, but you know, you're younger. Yeah. Parang 40 is so adult. It's like, next step is palolo ka na, palola ka na. Oh but my God. now that I'm 40, I thought, I would feel like the options would be less. But parang I'm more excited kasi ang dami pang pwedeng gawin. To your point. Second is, I know that it's been eight years since Miss Universe. But what I appreciate naman about you is that you constantly redefine what a beauty queen is and can be. Kasi diba, I mean we have an idea of what a, a beauty queen is. And to this day, when you're introduced on stages, mm -hmm. in in television shows, that's still part of your title. And I don't necessarily think that is something 
that is in the past it's more of like you're expanding mm-hmm. um what that means especially for the pageant goers of this generation as well and then last i love how you articulated um yung parang yun nga meron tayong nagawa in the past let's say and that sets the standard not just for other people but sometimes to us as well na parang can i do something like that again and i love how you put it in a way na it's not necessarily that you'll do something of that magnitude again but mm. it's more of the the feeling that yeah. you get when mm. you do it like i'm sure when you do your advocacies with love yourself mm-hmm. with other groups for hiv aids awareness parang even if it's like a video on your man on the street in boracay parang putting that together gives you the same oh this is what referring to Billie Eilish this is what i was made for diba mm-hmm. parang ito yung reason why i'm here to do to do this and that's a great way to to explain to people na parang yeah. it doesn't nas- hindi mo kailangan gawin yun ulit there yeah. are so many other things that you can for sure. do for sure kasi may mga sumasali na napilitan lang eh sa totoo lang ah merong mm. mga girls na you, you they're there in the competition but you can tell that they're it's not their goal to win some of them say it mm-hmm. to me like they say it out loud they're like uh kasi i want to be a model after this it opens doors mm-hmm. eh so they're so yun so imagine pareho kaming sumali sa miss you ang goal ko Malake, because yeah. I mean, the whole country's watching. We're very passionate about it, and it was my personal dream. But there are other girls who yeah. joined because they're thinking about their next step already. Yeah. So, what if that girl wins? Is it gonna be as fulfilling to her mm. um, compared to somebody who really wants it? Yeah. In the so, but to the eyes of many, when they watch it on TV, wow, Miss Universe. But really, mm. to the person who won, is it fulfilling to you? Is it really your dream? Yeah. It looks successful on the outside. It looks like a big mm. win, pero it's still that feeling like is this truly making me happy? Yeah. And um you mentioned yung love yourself, yung advocacy ganyan. Like you know when I post about it, it's not getting the same amount of views. Oh, People yeah. are like advocacy posts not so really <laughs> for diba? sure. Parang minsan nga natatanong pa ako ng mga tao, hindi mo na ginagawa yung mga advocacy mo parang Mars, post ako ng post. Hindi nyo kasi nakikita or hindi nyo napapansin. But to me, I've never asked a single cent from any of these organizations to pay me to show up. Mm-hmm. I just show up and I've been doing it because I feel a sense of purpose when I do. I know it sounds like a pageant answer, <laughs> pero th- it's really true. You come to a point in your life where you find parang um, purpose and value in the things that you're doing it's nice mm-hmm. to be in front of the camera and to do these shoots but when i'm doing the advocacy work and i'm with real people these are real people who are not mm-hmm. in showbiz and they have real stories to tell and that's mm-hmm. the kind of stories that i love to hear yeah. and i form friendships with them i can be creative like kunyari yung holding space show ko i thought about that concept of like Ayoko na sa studio, bumaba tayo, pumunta tayo mm. sa mall. Gusto ko maghila ng mga tao doon, gusto ko silang tanungin. Lumabas tayo, parang huwag na tayo dito sa studio. And mm. it's it's an avenue for me to, again, express how I feel, yeah. to be creative, and to think of ways to make it make advocacy engaging for my viewers. Yeah. I really have a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. I always look forward hanging out with them. Because yeah. I feel like it's a break from showbiz. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's so. why I continue to do 
what you do definitely it raises a lot of awareness even if guys hindi kasing dami yung views and <laughs> likes and comments but um absolutely important work okay last chapter that i wanted to to i guess dissect with you chapter 19 the cost of being an official candidate One of the lines told to me when I was younger that I carry with me until now. When I was in college, parang I was modeling at the time. Mm-hmm. I've shared this here on the podcast before. We had a a parang branded event in Boracay. Mm-hmm. This is pre-social media days. Okay. So branded event in Boracay, and then I had just come out in like a commercial. And at that time, celebrity ka if you're like. On TV, magazine covers, or like nasa TVC ka. So parang may mga taong nagpapa-picture. And then we couldn't go straight to our, back to the hotel, I think. Mm. And then my college friend, who was also in the ad with me, Evan Santos, he goes to me, well, that's the price you pay for the life you choose. Mm-hmm. And he said it so casually. <laughs> But in my head, I'm like, it made such an impression on me. And I love sharing um, this story because in anything... That we do, if we wanna do something big, there's a price to pay. Mm-hmm. If you wanna achieve this certain goal, there is a price to pay. It's not all as it seems. Mm-hmm. There is something that has to be done that goes into it. And I guess, yeah, the cost of being an official candidate and everything that you continue to do, diba? Mm-hmm. It looks effortless, but as you said earlier, it takes a lot of effort to look effortless. Yeah. The cost is your privacy for mm-hmm. sure. There are there have been moments in the past where like stuff about my family has been unraveled and parang some most of them were not from I didn't I didn't want I wasn't ready to share the family struggles when my mom and sister were having disagreements mm-hmm. and it was very public. That's a big example of like Okay, I wanted to share my life, but not this mm. much. All this soon, and sabay sabay pa, and mm. then it's like coming from heightened emotion. So, and but then you're like, but people feel that they're they have they have an opinion about it, mm. and then that they their life is your life is also their business, and then it's that's all the only part that I don't like. Yeah. Um, is wala ka ng privacy some of the things you share with people in confidence it just like all goes out and then of course when you're outside i don't want to sound like i'm complaining naman or ranting but syempre hindi ka naman palaging masaya you're mm. not always ready to your socially social batteries also run out sometimes mm-hmm. and you're not able to greet people with the same level of energy yeah. As they greet you, but then you gotta put a face on, and then so you don't disappoint. And I'm a little bit of a coward; like I can't say no to people and pictures. So I just, you know, I suck it up, and I'm like, oh, "Sige po, ganyan." But deep inside, I'm yeah. like, "I'm dying." <laughs> <laughs> like I really just yeah. want to sleep right now. I want to be on my own in my mm. room. And those are just the moments where I feel like, um, means na nakakalimutan na tao mm. tayo. Na napapagod, nalulungkot, nagagalit, mm. na gugutong, mm. <laughs> nahihirapan. Um, and uh, 
I, I think that's the, the big cost of it. Um, I used to, you know, after I won the first few years, I used to love dressing up like kahit nasa um, eroplano lang or pupunta lang sa mall. Nakaayos ako, mm-hmm. naka-makeup ako, ganyan. It's almost like I like being seen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, parang... And then, pagka dinudumog ako, hindi ko gusto. So, parang, mm-hmm. ano ba talaga? Ipat ka na ganyan. <laughs> so, parang, when I look back, I'm like, you asked for it. Yeah. Like, you... you but ka naka-heels? Punta ka lang sa mall. So, looking back now, I've learned that you... You gotta be clear about what you attract. Mm-hmm. So, you can't you know, um, attract attention and then get it and then not want mm-hmm. it and complain mm-hmm. about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's one yeah. thing. But then manageable naman. At this point, I mean, I'm sure with you, Bianca, also, at this point in our careers, we've been at it for a while. Mm-hmm. Kaya na natin to manage our feelings mm-hmm. and also to, you know, maneuver around the privacy yeah. part of all this yeah one more thing that i think is a struggle is that i feel like i have imposter syndrome sometimes until now yeah like i talk to jeremy about it a lot what does he tell you like he says i have imposter syndrome because <laughs> <laughs> he like we'll have moments together and, and i'll just be like maybe i don't think i deserve this <gasps> really yeah, even like, now yeah that's like, parang, this is surprising crazy. like i'm like he's in like I have moments where I'm like parang, like for example with the book it's the best selling right now but I think about all the other writers that aren't from Miss Universe that have put books out there and continue to put books out there and you know it's it's not they are not earning a lot from it but it's really their passion I feel bad like I feel like okay. I under I realize that I swear to you, because this universe, I'm backed by two by ABS-CBN books and Total Publishing, and then I'm able to do interviews like this with you. But some writers really mm-hmm. like they struggle to put their work out there, and then mm-hmm. I'm getting a number one bestseller. I mean, yeah. like you got it. But then I also can't help but think, oh man, I wish I could like, yeah. Just I don't know how do I get that. I, you're I an don't empath. Know. Are you an empath? I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I feel like. I mean, I'm happy for for the success of the book, but I also can't help but think about like, oh man, like, oh, I know I had it easier than most. Yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, thank you for sharing all of that, and second of all, you are not an imposter you are absolutely the real deal and i'm sure everyone listening to this will be like what even her she is so you just made it very comforting for a lot of us um who also deal with that i guess that never ends as Mm. well but yes you are totally totally the real deal in all ways and i'm not just saying this i absolutely mean it i'll share with you a video later i'll forward you a video i saw on instagram um by Reshma Shulani, I believe is her name. But I'll forward it to you. She talks about imposter syndrome in this um, commencement speech um, that she gave. And it was super powerful. So yeah, just to wrap this up, um, going back to um, the conversation when we started, to, 
to everyone because like you said parang now everyone has a platform mm-hmm. right and i am of the belief that just because you have a platform um doesn't mean you can just share anything mm-hmm. there is a responsibility that comes with it whether you have 1000 followers or 1 million followers mm-hmm. so what is your in true paano ba fashion what mm. is your advice to everyone on how to own and share their story responsibly mm. or with i mean like just to use the platform well mm-hmm. i guess when we before we post something a lot and and especially if it's an opinion on something we always say e opinion ko naman to eh. okay and you that's that's valid mm-hmm. and there's no questioning that but also your opinion on it but to who who are you addressing uh, who are you like sharing it to you also have to think about that side of things like yeah you you have a platform and you're sharing something and you put it out there but think about how others will um absorb yeah. what you're about to put so this is especially crucial when you are stating an opinion about something kind of sensitive or politics or social issues. social issues whatever is happening in the world right now you can absolutely say your piece but also be mindful of who's gonna read this ano ba your audience mo are there mostly young people who are easily influenced by what they read online um like what what kind of feeling are you trying to evoke here is it do you want people to panic do you want people to rally on, um with you do you want to inspire do you want to make people angry like what 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 are what's the purpose of this it's one thing to put your work out there but also like why um so that's one thing and then that's on the more serious side naman but also if you are um starting out and you are trying to grow your personal brand and your presence um oh, whether... this is a sneak peek of the TED talk yeah, <laughs> yeah you're trying to grow your personal brand and uh or you have a small business nagsisimula ka pa lang the good thing about social media is that hindi na natin may traditional media pa rin naman like TV and movies and radio ganyan but our social media apps now are just as powerful Anybody can be a star nowadays on TikTok, mm-hmm. on Instagram, on YouTube. So, nag-level na yung playing field. Nag-level na siya. Parang kung gusto mo maging kasing powerful sa influence ni Bretman Rock or Liza Soberano, abot ka may, it's not an impossible dream anymore. As, as long as you have your own platform and you know how to use it, kaya but i think the important thing to remember is that people can tell whether you're authentic or not so stay true to yourself i know again it sounds like a pageant pageant. i always catch myself (laughs) doing this but it's true if you're thinking about longevity and to be able to sustain you gotta share your story you gotta share your experience your feelings um and it will be easier for you and also just easier all around um people are smart nowadays they can tell whether you're trying to bluff them with something or not they know kung ginagamit mo talaga yung product na yan na binebenta mo um they know when you are 
not being real. So uh, my advice is just know yourself first. Kilalanin mo muna yung sarili mo ng maigi. And be and believe in in the work that you put out there and believe in yourself. You don't have to put up this front to be who you want to be. Um, yeah, the, I think that's a, that's a key. Authenticity is number one. Because I, I did a bit of research about what millennials and Gen Zs really care about when it comes to social media. And number one is being authentic. Uh-huh. Although one. an overused word nowadays. I mean, yeah. Authentic. Yeah. So I'll just send it there. What, to end this, what does being authentic mean to you? Or how would you define what being authentic is? It's so hard. Yeah. Um, being authentic. To me, it means um, knowing yourself truly, being unafraid to share the good, but also the not so great parts about yourself. Um, people appreciate it when you are honest with your storytelling, when you share the good, but you also share the struggles. It's very relatable. People will see themselves in you when you talk about what you went through truly na hindi yung parang oh nga nahirapan ako pero like okay, how yeah. oh like how like because everybody's going through something mm-hmm. no matter how big or successful a person you may may be, may seem like everybody ha- has battles and um to share that it's uh it's very valuable and uh it's been working for me, so mm-hmm. I think um, I think I am gonna just keep keep at that at that um yeah. Well, I nasimulang ko na na machika ako kaya ko ko ito sa life ko so and it seems to be I I okay so personally kasi sa akin Bianca I um I've shared my life with my audience from the beginning right from. When I was starting at ABS, joining pageants three times, going to Miss Universe, life after Miss Universe, the struggles, the mental health um, issues that I was going through, and now navigating a new phase of my life. I'm married, I'm writing a book, I'm starting a business, and I bring people with me to that journey. And what I want is for people to think na, Kung kinaya ko, kaya nyo din. Kahit na nandito na ako sa posisyon na to, alam nyo naman na dati extra lang ako, ba? Alam nyo naman na dati 200 pesos lang ang wa- laman ng wallet ko, ba? Nakwento ko na yon. Alam nyo naman dati na ilang beses na rin akong napahiya, um, na na-reject. Alam nyo naman na iniwan ako ng dad ko. Alam nyo din naman na nag-aawa yung pamilya namin. Alam nyo naman na hindi na maging masyadong makulay, masaya yung love life ko. So, lahat naman parang na-share ko. At hindi rin ako nag-college. Isa pang hang-up ko yun na parang high school lang ako. But, I share it because I want people to think that despite things working against me, not really having a great head start in life, is that if you put in the work and you believe in your goals and yourself you will you will have wins 
you will make it. Like you will have wins, and it may not be in the form of winning a crown and being seen by millions of people, but you'll get to where you want to be if you don't give up and if you are firm in what your goal is and you just keep going at it. Because I, I used to, like, I slept in my car because I didn't have a place. I would, like, sell my stuff just so I can buy hair extensions. Like, and then, I mean, now I'm trying to start a business. I didn't go to school. Like, I'm learning things as I go along. But I share these things and I'm confident to share them because, one, it's the truth. And second is hopefully people who were in the same situation as me will feel like, okay, kaya ko rin yan. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that Thank was you. so powerful. That's like a TEDx talk <laughs> right there. Oh, that yeah. last um, five-ish minutes. As always, I super appreciate you, no, Pia. We you, may yeah. not be like close like as in friends from a long time but seeing your journey throughout the years i really think that aside from being one of the hardest workers ever it's that you are inherently such a good person that's why the good things come back to you not just saying this because you're here but yeah you super deserve everything and i'm honestly looking forward to the evolution of pia words back in the next decade and many more decades to come thank thanks you. so much thank you i'm thank happy you. to be here yeah and that is it for this episode thank you so much for joining me and as always I would love to hear what you think about my conversation with Pia kung meron kayong favorite part quotable quotes anything you want to add on to please do share it online and tag me at IamSuperBianca on Instagram Instagram stories and Twitter and in case you aren't yet please do follow Paano ba to on Instagram we also have a community of supers in our private Facebook group na Paano ba to super group so yeah that's it for this episode once again, thank you so much for joining me here on Paano Ba the Podcast, created and hosted by me, Bianca Gonzalez, produced under Anima Podcasts. Till our next episode, stay super, super. Mm-hmm.